Many automakers struggle to fill high-paying factory jobs, but Honda North America has found a solution that's working in its Ohio plants. Stay tuned for the details on this edition of AutoLine This Week. And now, here's your host, John McElroy. I want to thank you for joining us on AutoLine this week. You know, there's been a lot of talk on the campaign trail of the United States losing manufacturing jobs to China and Mexico. Here's the real threat to those jobs. We cannot get a young generation coming in to take those jobs in the United States. Actually, we're doing some work on it, and I've got three people here today who are doing yeoman's work in bringing a new generation of younger people into manufacturing. Scott McLemore is the manager of talent acquisition of Honda North America. Kathy McInnes is the principal at Marysville Early College High School. Dr. Stacia Edwards is the dean of, Dela of the Delaware campus and regional learning center for Columbus State Community College. I want to thank all three of you for being here to talk about this very serious issue. Scott, I'm going to start with you, and first off, I've got to thank you, because we're sitting in the Honda Heritage Center, where you do a tremendous amount of very skilled training for manufacturing jobs. But we've also got two educators, uh, as, we, as the audience now knows. What got Honda working with high schools and colleges to get a young generation into taking manufacturing jobs that you've got? Yeah, John, after doing some analysis internally of our uh, current situation and future situation regarding our technical workforce, um, Honda did not want to sit back and wait for a solution to come to us or wait for someone else to take care of the, the skills gap problem. So um, we thought about it and we realized that collaboration and creating a pipeline of talent was the key. And then that's where we reached out to our regional educational partners to have this discussion and figure out how can we work on this together to improve the situation for now and in the future. Kathy, was this something that you were already thinking about at the high school level? We had talked about it a little bit because certainly in our community, like many others, there was a need for um, kids to find career paths that were high wage jobs and that they could be engaged in. And so um, we had the opportunity to partner. Actually, Scott and I sat for long periods of time and, and planned curriculum and what this would look like for our students. And then really to partner with Columbus State so our students get both um, some career tech experience and hands-on type of activities, but at the same time can earn college credits while they're in high school. So it was the marriage of the best of those both worlds and amazing. Dr. Edwards, how did that come together? How did you two, you know, how, how did a uh, uh, a community college and a high school get together to start planning a curriculum with, a, with an automotive manufacturer. Well, the first thing that happened is we all came to the table um, and we agreed to work together and try to figure out how students could not only get through the curriculum, but how they could see it as a desirable career and something that they wanted to do. Um, and I think having Honda at the table really has helped us. Um, it's helped us convince parents that it's the right thing for their students to do, and it's helped the students stay, uh, get excited about um, opportunities in work once they get through their curriculum. And John, if I could add to that, um, Honda and Columbus State had a long-running partnership already. Um, they were providing technical training um, before we had this uh, facility here uh, to associates that were interested in increasing their skills and improving themselves to take on larger and, and more expansive roles. So Columbus State has been doing that with us for a long time. So that collaboration with uh, Marysville Early College High School was kind of a natural fit, and then just bringing Marysville in on that collaboration. Well, you say it's natural, and I think after the fact it's natural, yeah. but what led you to say, okay, we're, we're working with the college, 
we got to take it a step sooner and get into high school yeah. too. Well, in our discussions um, with educators, with students, with parents, we realized that we needed to intervene in a way um, that was intentional um, and that outlined this pathway that people could see from middle school all the way into the career. And we've had a lot of discussions like that over the years with Columbus State because they were having struggles drawing that talent into their programs. We were trying to reach into their programs, offer opportunities for their students, and the students were, just weren't coming. So we realized that we have to get into the high schools, articulate this pathway, give these students and these parents alternatives to what they're being pushed in terms of a single pathway which might not lead them into the careers that we have. Stacia, what gets the students interested then? Is it the, the knowledge that there's a job at the end of it? Do they come to Honda and see, hey, it's not dark and dirty and dangerous? It's actually gleaming clean <laughs> floors and pretty quiet uh, atmosphere. Well, I, I think it's all of that, but really for uh, what I've seen, the difference with this program and many other programs is that Honda is willing to come to the middle school information nights. It's not me, it's not Kathy talking to the parents, it's actually Honda standing there talking to the parents about the opportunities that are going to be that are going to exist for their students. I mean, when you think about it from a, a parent's perspective, they're fearful that we're going to put them through this education and then there won't be a job at the end of it because it really is a career technical pathway. We're giving them skills for specific a specific work environment. Having Honda there is the confirmation for them that that work environment isn't going anywhere. In fact, it's actually expanding. Kathy, when I see what your school's called, Maryville, Marysville Early College High School, early college, I mean, these are kids that are on a college pathway anyway, right? How, how, how do you guide them into manufacturing? I think um, for us, we have a broad pathway of engineering and manufacturing. So kids had that. Um, STEM-type math science bent, anyhow. Those are kids that naturally gravitate to those kind of uh, technologies. And, um, and I think also for us, in partnership with Honda, um, we have a, a lab in our, our school that looks a lot like this. So kids come in and they're like, wait, I can, I can do this? And you know, I think that expanded some opportunities for kids as well that way. And when you say stuff like this, you're talking robots and yes. 3D CNC, printers yes, and yes. scanners all, yes. and all that, yes. right? And that's fun to work with. It's, that's it, exactly. But Scott, you had mentioned middle school. We don't have a middle school representative here, yeah. but that's where you've got to start capturing yeah. them, I'm yeah. guessing, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. So in our workforce development initiative called EPIC, E stands for enthusiastic engagement, and that's really at that middle school level. We're trying to get young people at that age level interested and aware of the wonderful careers in manufacturing. We also want them to be able to connect the skills that they're learning in middle school and math and science to these careers, right? So once they can see that pathway and, and get that line of sight and have some experience with um, 3D printers in, in a, a mobile lab manufacturing uh, uh, opportunity um, or play a video game, um, that we co-developed with a... Uh, whoa, 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 explain this. What do you mean, so, a, a video game? Yeah, so we, we were looking for an innovative way to reach middle school students um, in, in, a, in a broad fashion, meaning um, we know that we have limited resources here to go out to all the middle schools in the area and um, talk to them about manufacturing. So through a partnership with Ed Heads out of Hilliard, Ohio, they um, develop games that uh, are for middle school students, science, math, um, uh, healthcare, they didn't have a manufacturing game. So when we partnered together, they were very excited about that opportunity to expose middle school students um, to manufacturing. So it's an online game 
Um, it takes about a class period to play, 45 minutes to an hour, and students get the feel for what it's like in a manufacturing center. They're exposed to conveyors, limit switches, the concepts of programmable logic controllers and robotics. And they can spend a day, if you will, spend some time in a manufacturing um, operation and facility as a, a technician. So it's their first day on the job and they begin to troubleshoot in the game um, a, a similar situation that someone in, on the floor in one of our production facilities would see using math and science skills, um, uh, calculating angles, understanding um, uh, the uh, time, time differences and evaluating time stamp differences, um, learning what a meter and how to measure voltage, those kind of concepts. So we, we, we're really excited about it. We've had about over 100,000 plays to date since March of 2015. Wow. So Kathy, you're getting these middle school students that have played this game, yeah. are you? Yeah. And how do you keep them engaged then? So, so I think a couple things. I think for us, um, we really try to provide some authentic experience for students that we, it, again, we're so fortunate to have our partnership with Honda that we've had engineers come and work with our kids and give them real problems. And I think um, they appreciate that type of learning, that they really That get it's real world. Yeah, it is. It's not and just it, some made up it, thing. It makes it so much meaningful. When we talk about now college and career readiness, it's authentic about what we mean, that they're ready to continue as, as, as students at Columbus State or they're ready to think about what the workforce is really like. And I think those are powerful motivators for students. Stacia, you're dealing with a different mindset, though, by the time they get to college, right? Well, right now we're working so closely with the high schools that it's a seamless transition from high school into college. Uh, many of them will have uh, a lot of credits, actually, that will apply toward their degree. And then we've well, created... You mean they're getting credits in high school yes, that apply to college? Yes, yes. So there's another benefit for being in the program. Yes, our, at Columbus State Community College, one of our, well, our motto right now is a debt-free degree. So we really want students to see that opportunity to get to that associate degree level with little to no debt um, and that will connect them to a job. How's that work? I mean, um, well, they get paid to go through this? Well, right now with, our, um, with the program, once they come to Columbus State, uh, the students, we, we are calling it our work-study model. The students have to get to a certain point with a certain number of credits and a certain level of skill. Um, and then we put them through a summer program, um, an automotive institute, it's now called. It used to be called the Honda Boot Camp. Um, it's a four-week program. And at the end of the boot camp, basically, these students are connected with um, a company. So they're interviewing for a job. And that job then, um, it's 20 hours a week here at Honda or, I'm sorry, or some other companies that we have now that are partners. And then um, they also still go to school full time. So the difference in this particular program is that it is a long-term inter internship, a long-term mentorship where Honda actually connects them with an employee here at Honda. And then they work together actually as that student continues on through their education. Now I will tell you it is very difficult to be a full-time student and to be working here at Honda for 20 hours a week, but having a mentor and really seeing how your, your uh, education is applying then to the work, I think is what's keeping the students engaged. Um, really, that is not a place that we're having problems with attrition. Um, but we're staying very closely connected to those students, yeah. um, and the mentors are too, to really try to make sure that we're not killing them, you yeah. know, with um, with either side. I, I, I think that's a key um, that, that Stacia's talking about the intention, um, the intentionality 
of the program and the collaboration is what's key to the success. So they're going to make sure they wrap those students with success and, su and support at, in the classroom and at Columbus State. We're going to do the same thing at, here at Honda because we all want those students to succeed. Um, if there are challenges or problems in either area, um, Columbus State and Honda work together to make sure that those students get what they need, assuming that they want to put forth the effort to be successful. And we've had great um, results in uh, transferring those uh, young people from students to full-time technicians here at Honda over the last two years. Well, talk about when they're still students, because I'm intrigued by this idea of a debt-free education, especially when we know so many kids yeah, coming out of sure. college today yeah. with debt loads I can't just fathom. Yeah. So um, what's, what's really great about this pathway and this program is with the low cost of tuition at Columbus State for this two-year associate's degree in electromechanical engineering technology, and the working experience and opportunities of those students working here three days a week um, during that one year period, what we pay them in their salary as student technicians more than offsets that tuition that, uh, that they have to pay for at Columbus State. That's great. Now the high school students, they don't get paid, do they? So they don't get paid, but they get free college. So I have students that easily by the time they're seniors will have 40 to 50 credit hours already. I mean, they will finish a degree at Columbus State that they will be maybe a summer away from being able to say they have an associate's degree. And, and that's that much sooner we can receive yes. them as full-time <laughs> technicians, which is a, a great thing. Now, I know other schools offer the opportunity for high school kids to be able to get college credits, but the level of credits you're talking about is nothing I've ever heard about we, before. It, it, and, that, and that's thanks to our partnership with Columbus State that we've been able to really look at what credits kids will need to move into careers that they really want. And um, they've done a good job with it. So far, I, the kids have been successful in the college classes that they've taken and um, seem to have a pretty clear understanding of where they want to go. But Stacia, you mentioned uh, an attrition rate. Talk a little bit about that. I mean, how big of a challenge is that or how successful are you in this program? Well, what's been uh, really exciting about this program is we don't lose very many students. Um, and that's, uh, once again, because we're paying so much attention to them while they're in that classroom. I mean, they are a very valuable resource to us, whether they're in the high schools or whether they're in our classrooms. And our faculty and advisors are working very closely with them. So we may lose one or two, but certainly by the time they get through that boot camp in the summer and they're in their final two semesters, we really haven't lost any students. How many kids you got in the program now? Well, it's slow. Um, you know, we've been working on it now for, what, seven years? Yeah. We started at seven years with freshmen in high school, and a year ago we had our first graduate yeah. from the program. Um, and this year, I think we anticipate having more than 30 graduate. So from our first class of three to in just three years having close to 40, I think um, we're really excited about doubling and doubling and doubling. And in addition to that, what we've done together is we've brought more companies um, into the program. Yes. So it's so not just Honda. It's, this is not just about Honda. And that's the approach that we took with the, the EPIC initiative. Um, right from the start, um, we were talking about engaging students um, and parents to get them aware of the opportunities in manufacturing in general. We need them for our suppliers. We need them for manufacturers in the region and the state. We need them as for manufacturing in America as a whole. So what we've done is we've reached out to um, our 
local industry partners and, and colleagues and said, hey, this program exists, would you be interested in um, joining us and offering these opportunities to students as well? Because we know full well, we can't offer all the opportunities for all these students that engage in this program. And it's important for the region, it's important for our communities that this be successful. And so far we've been pretty pretty successful at bringing other companies in, in uh, to work with us as that's well. That's why we're doing the show here today. Yeah, that's right. that's right. <laughs> Kathy, uh, do you have any issues with attrition? You only lose a few or? No, like, and we're in our infancy. This is, the, for my school, it's the third year since we've opened. Um, if and anything, how many kids in the program? So, we probably have 400 students in. Of those 400 students, a third of them are in our engineering and manufacturing. And that stayed pretty constant each year when we allow kids to say, well, we have three broad pathways. Where are you going? It's about a third, a third, a third. And that stayed the same, too. So I feel like, again, I, I hope we're targeting the right kids, the kids that want to pursue this type of career and this type of education. But listen but, to what the both of you are saying here. You, you've got a lot of mentorship or counseling going on. What's the lesson here for other school systems? Because that takes a lot of resources and, and bodies to do, does it, or does it not? Oh, it absolutely takes a lot of bodies. And it takes the, you know, I will go back again to the partnership with Honda and the fact that they've been willing to stick with us. We've been all working on this for a lot of years. So it did not, it has not been an easy process from the beginning to get parents, to get the students to start taking the courses in high school related to this. But now we can show them the reward. You know, the first three students who graduated, we're now able to take them back to the high school. We put them on our website. We show them what that looks like when you're 19 or 20 and you just bought your new car with your degree. We run commercials. Yes, we run commercials. And, you know, the really exciting thing for me is this is not a terminal spot. This is not a stopping point. This associate degree then maps into a bachelor's degree. That bachelor's degree then can map into a master's degree. It is just the first stop for anyone. So. What we're really trying to do is to get people comfortable. This may not be the place that they're going to work for the rest of their life, but it sure is a great first job. And it really can turn into an amazing career, no matter what they do then with the bachelor's or master's degree level. How do you overcome the issue of parents especially? Because in some of the work that I've done, you know, the kids are the easy part, yes. even though that's not easy. Yeah. That's the easy part. Yeah. The hard part, can also be the parents especially, yes, yeah. can be their peers, sure. can even be, not disparaging you two here, as can even is. be teachers in school yeah. systems. Oh, you don't want to go in a factory. Right. That's not the kind of career you want. So how do you overcome that? Um, I think it's, um, like Stacia mentioned, it's creating uh, success stories and it's engaging those parents directly. So what we've done is we've partnered with Columbus State and we go into the high schools with their admissions person, with their counselor that um, manages and, and supports their technology program and with one of our recruiters or someone uh, from Honda that can speak to the career and we lay out that pathway so that again that they can have a line of sight from where their student is today to what that looks like with low debt um, with a great group with great skills and great opportunities once we lay it out for them and we talk about what the salary looks like what the environment is and these frankly 
the students that are coming out of these programs are happy. They really enjoy what they do. Um, so it's not a difficult sell from our standpoint, but you have to engage those parents directly. It has to be more than, than a handout that you give them. They have to hear that um, there's opportunities, whether it's in a career or there's further opportunities with more education. Kathy, I want to hear how you deal with the parents. Well, I, I think that's, uh, that's similar, that I think um, parents today are certainly aware of the cost of college. And uh, when their students come home and they're enthusiastic about the program that they're in, and then we, we show them the rest of the pieces, that look what you're getting through uh, college credit here, and look where this can take you, and look what starting salaries are. I mean, I always tell parents, starting salaries for kids here make way more than any teacher that's working in my building and so I think so, that that's a so powerful So somebody coming piece. out of this program here is yeah. what looking at 65,000 yeah. a year that yeah. are, that, that yeah. area right? And Not that's, too that's bad. huge. I right. mean, when you say that, that with an associate's degree and the training that they get from the combined experiences, that, that's where they could start. That's mind-boggling for parents, I think, I mean, for the most part. And I imagine by the time they get to college, you're not having to deal so much with the parents, or are you? Um, I think we always have to, you know, that's why we're all partnering together, because they need to see us as a real educational institution that provides transcripted credit in high school, that connects to that four-year institution or, you know, onto whatever else they want to do. And I, so I think it's really important for us to continue to have the conversations with the parents and help them see that this is very real. I mean, when you think about that, so we're talking about a two-year degree and it's $65,000, people don't believe us. <laughs> so, I mean, they really don't and they think it's too good to be true and it will go away. So all of us just have to keep saying the same thing and sticking with our story, which is it's a wonderful career, it's a wonderful stepping stone to whatever it is that you want to do. I mean, if you think about it, um, within an automotive, um, a big place like Honda, you have everything. So someone could take their education, that two-year degree, they might end up deciding they want to go into the business aspect of it. But think of how marketable then that person's going to be because they have this technical knowledge of what goes on on the floor. I mean, the same thing can be true for any area of this organization. Those skills will transfer and be an asset for the individual. And John, you mentioned um counselors in high schools and, and maybe the gap there, some of the challenges. I wish there. I had that. Yeah. I never got yeah. that in high school or college. Yeah. I think so it would have been enormously valuable. One of the things that Honda has done in partnership with our uh, educational uh, institutions is um, develop a toolkit and information to arm those counselors um, with an understanding and information they can share with students about manufacturing. Um, they're at a disadvantage because they, they're educators, they may have never stepped foot in a manufacturing facility before. So we provide them with that, we bring them in, take, give them a tour of the facility, have them um, introduce them to technicians and engineers and, and manufacturers to get a full understanding of what that's like so that they can go back talk with their students in a more educated and informed way about what that opportunity looks like. So we're trying to offer those opportunities to counselors and teachers as well because again, if they've never stepped foot in a manufacturing facility, it's going to be hard for them to try to inform or influence uh, a student about what those opportunities are like. Are you able to get parents into? I mean, I would think anybody coming into this kind of a facility would be very impressed. Yeah, there's some opportunities for that too. We've given um, parents tours, and now with this 
wonderful museum and, and technical development center, um, they can get a real understanding of what that looks like um, in, a, in, a, in a broad way. Scott, we're here in the heart of Ohio right now, but Honda's got plants all over yeah. North America, yeah. all over the world yes. as well. How are you working this thing out in other places? Yeah, so um, the, the model was built such that it can be replicable. So the Epic Initiative um, with its four uh, functional components um, can be taken to our facilities down south. Um, I'm meeting with our uh, Indiana facility actually next week and talking about this initiative because they have the same concerns. In fact, um, my recruiting team um, is experiencing some challenges around finding uh, technicians for them as well as technicians for us right here. So we're, we're needing to come up with those innovative ways and we can share that with them and then they can use their resources and reach out to their community colleges, high schools and career centers the same way that we've done that here in Ohio. Kathy, can you work with other high schools? Have other high schools come to you and said, hey, what are you doing here? Certainly, I think um, as a STEM school, we get lots of visitors. And, and, and I think that's a, an important commitment that we make about how could you do this in your building and how could it look like in a different, in a different system? Because I think that, that is important. And I think um, we can share some of the practices and some of the growing pains and, and how we got to where we are now that I think it would be beneficial for schools when they want to replicate this. And Stacia, you, you mentioned you've got other companies coming to you now in the area. Yes, we were fortunate to uh, work with Honda and get a National Science Foundation grant. Um, and the purpose of the grant was to really expand and reach out to more high schools and to reach out to more companies. Um, what's really exciting about the curriculum that we developed is that it is meeting the needs of those other companies. And we're also finding that the electromechanical um, engineering technologist is now needed in um, automated warehousing. And so what we know then is that just expands not only the demand, but also the um, status of that particular position. So yes, we keep attempting to expand, but all of that takes time, certainly, and energy um, from our part because everybody needs something a little bit different. And what we're sticking with in this program is the requirement for the mentor because we really believe that that is what sets it apart and what makes it successful because those students are learning from that seasoned professional. Um, the seasoned professional now is saying, wow, these people do have a work ethic. They're bringing so much to the table and what we found is there's some reverse mentoring going on where the students are actually showing the mentor like how to download the app, um, how to use the app um, on the floor. Yeah. And so it's just beautiful it the way that that um, is developing, but it just takes the time and commitment to it. Yeah, look, I, I think what the three of you are doing is fantastic. You know, hopefully we're bringing this to a much wider audience. They can learn from what you're doing. Because to me, it, it's beyond crazy that $65,000 a year jobs are going begging because we can't fill the pipeline. You three are definitely working on filling the pipeline. I want to commend you for what all the work that you're doing. I'm really impressed, and I've loved this discussion today. Thank you very much for thank your you. time. Thank you. I want to thank all of you for having tuned in and watched it.